A warm welcome ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show In Love with Life with me Harshita Nayar. Through this series I will be sharing insights on various subjects that hopefully will add value and more meaning to your lives. Today I will begin by reading verses from the holy scripture Sai Sat Charitra chapter 3. Sai Baba sanction and promise assignment of work to devotees baba stories as a beacon light his motherly love rohila's story and his sweet and nectar like words sign baba's sanction and promise as described in the previous chapter sign baba gave his complete approval for the writing of the sat charitra and said i fully agree with you regarding the writing of the satcharitra you do your duty don't be afraid in the least keep your mind steady and have faith in my words if my leelas are written ignorance will vanish and if they are attentively and devotedly listened to the consciousness of worldly existence will abate and strong waves of love and devotion will rise and if one dives deep into my leelas he will get precious jewels of knowledge hearing this the author was very pleased and he at once became fearless and confident and thought that his work was bound to be a success then turning to shama that is madhavrao deshpande sai baba said if a man remembers my name with love i shall fulfill all his wishes and increase his devotion and if he sings earnestly my life and my deeds him i shall be set on all sides those devotees who are attached to me heart and soul will naturally feel happy when they hear these stories believe me if anybody sings my leelas i will give him infinite joy and everlasting contentment it is my special characteristic to free any person who surrenders completely to me worships me faithfully remembers me and meditates on me constantly how can they who worship me who think of my stories and my life and who thus always remember me be conscious of worldly objects and sensations i shall save my devotees from the jaws of death if my stories are listened to all diseases will be gotten rid of so hear my stories with respect and think about them meditate on them and assimilate them this is the way to happiness and contentment the pride and egoism of my devotees will vanish the mind of the listeners will be set at ease and if you have wholehearted and complete faith you will be one with the supreme consciousness The simple remembrance of the name Sai will do away with sins of speech and hearing. Different works assigned to devotees. The Lord entrusts different tasks to different devotees. Some are given the work of building temples and flights of steps on banks of rivers, while others are made to sing the glories of God. Some are sent on pilgrimages. and i was allotted the work of writing the satcharitra being a jack of all trades and a master of none i was quite unqualified for this job then why should i undertake such a difficult task who can describe the true life of sai baba sai baba's grace alone can enable one to accomplish this difficult task so when i picked up my pen Sai Baba took away all my egoism and wrote these stories himself. The credit of relating these stories therefore goes to him and not to me. Though Brahmin by birth, I lacked the two eyes, the spiritual vision of Shruti that which is revealed and Smriti that which is ordinarily remembered. and therefore was not at all capable of writing the satcharitra but the grace of the lord makes a dumb man talk and 
enables a lame man to climb a mountain for he alone knows how to get things done according to his wishes neither the flute nor the harmonium know how the sounds are produced it is the musician who controls the sounds they produce similarly we are mere instruments of god's divine will baba's stories as beacon light lighthouses are constructed at various places near the sea to enable sailors to avoid rocks and dangers and to help them sail safely sai baba's stories serve a similar purpose in the ocean of worldly existence they surpass nectar in sweetness and make our worldly path smooth and easy to traverse blessed are the stories of the saints for when they enter our hearts egoism and the sense of duality vanish and when they are stored in the heart doubts fly away pride vanishes and wisdom will be stored in abundance the description of baba's fame and hearing the same with love will destroy the sins of the devotee therefore this is the simplest sadhana to attain salvation the sadhana for the krita age was tranquility of mind and body for the treta age sacrifice for dwapara worship and for the kali age the present it is singing the glory of the lord the last sadhana is open to all the people the other sadhanas yoga yagya that is sacrifice dhyana that is meditation and dharana that is concentration are very difficult to practice but singing and hearing about the glory of the lord that is sai baba is very easy we only have to turn our attention towards him singing and listening to these stories will remove our attachment to the senses and their objects and will make devotees dispassionate and will ultimately lead them to self realization with this end in view sai baba made me write his stories the sat charitmitra the devotees may now easily read and hear these stories of sai baba and while doing so meditate on his form thereby they attain devotion to their guru and god that is sai baba and also attain detachment and self realization in the preparation and writing of this work it is sai baba's grace which accomplished everything using me as a mere instrument sai baba's motherly love everybody knows how much a cow loves her infant calf her udder is always full and when the calf wants milk and approaches the udder out comes the milk in an incessant flow similarly a human mother knows the needs of her child and feeds it on time when it comes to dressing the child the mother takes particular care to see that this is well done the child knows nothing about this but the mother's joy knows no bounds when she sees her child beautifully dressed the love of a mother is peculiar extraordinary disinterested and has no parallel satgurus feel this motherly love towards their disciples and sai baba had the same love towards me here is an instant of this in 1916 i retired from government service the pension that was settled in my case was not sufficient to maintain my family decently on the guru purnima day of that year i went to shirdi with a few other devotees there mr anna chinchinanikar of his own accord prayed to baba for me as follows please look kindly upon him the pension he gets is quite insufficient and his family is growing give him some other appointment remove his anxiety and make him happy baba replied he will get some other job but now he should serve me and be happy his dishes will always be full and never empty he should turn all his attention towards me and avoid the company of atheist irreligious and wicked people he should be meek and humble 
towards everyone and worship me heart and soul if he does this he will get eternal happiness rohila's story rohila's story illustrates sai baba's all embracing love a man named rohila tall well built and as strong as a bull came to shirdi wearing a long kafni that is robe and was enamored by baba all day he would recite in a loud and harsh tone the kalma verses from the holy quran and shout out loud allahu akbar that is god is great the residents of shirdi who worked in their fields during the day were welcomed with the rohila's harsh cries and shouts when they returned home their sleep was severely disturbed and they felt very inconvenienced they suffered in silence for a few days and when they could stand it no longer they approached baba and requested him to speak to the rohila and stop the nuisance baba did not attend to their complaint on the contrary baba took the villagers to task and asked them to mind their own business he said to them that the rohila had a very bad wife a zantipi who tried to come in and trouble the rohila but hearing the rohila's prayers she did not dare to trouble him in fact the rohila had no wife and by his wife baba meant bad thoughts as baba liked prayers and cries to god better than anything else he took the side of the rohila and asked the villagers to wait and suffer the nuisance which would abate in due course baba's sweet and nectar like words one day at noon after the aarti devotees were returning to their homes when baba gave the following beautiful advice be wherever you like do whatever you choose but remember this well that all you do is known to me i am the inner ruler of everyone and i am seated in their hearts i envelop all creatures in the movable and the immovable world i am the controller the master wire puller of the show of this universe I am the mother the origin of all beings the harmony of three gunas the propeller of all senses the creator preserver and the destroyer nothing will harm him who turns his attention towards me but maya will lash or whip him who forgets me all beings the visible movable and immovable world are my body or form hearing these beautiful and precious words i at once decided in my mind to serve no man henceforth but my guru but baba's reply to anna chinchinakar's query which was really my query worried me greatly as future events showed baba's words came true and i got a government job but that was of short duration then i became free and solely devoted myself to the service of my guru sai baba before concluding this chapter i request the readers to overcome various hindrances indolence sleep wandering of mind attachments to senses and turn their whole and undivided attention to these stories of sai baba let their love be natural let them know the secret of devotion let them not exhaust themselves through other sadhanas and let them stick to this simple remedy listening to sai baba's stories this will destroy their ignorance and will secure them salvation so let sai baba be enthroned in everyone's hearts in the next chapter I shall speak of Sai Baba's arrival in Shirdi. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram. A warm welcome ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show In Love with Life 
with me Harshita Nair Through this series I will be sharing insights on various subjects that hopefully will add value and more meaning to your lives Today I will begin by reading verses from the Holy Scripture Sai Sat Charitra chapter 4 Mission of the Saints Shirdi a holy place of pilgrimage Sai Baba's personality Goli Bua's dictum The appearance of Vithal Shir Sagar's story Das Ganu's bath in Prayag The immaculate conception of Sai Baba and his first advent in Shirdi The three vadas In the last chapter I described circumstances which led me to write the Sai Sat Charitra Let me now describe the first advent of Sai Baba in Shirdi with Baba's grace Mission of the Saints Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 Whenever there is a decay of dharma that is righteousness and an ascendancy of unrighteousness i manifest myself for the pro- protection of the virtuous the destruction of the vicious and for the establishment of righteousness i thus manifest myself age after age this is the mission of god and saints saints are his representatives and appear here at appropriate times and help in their own way to fulfill that mission for instance when spiritual preceptors are humiliated when nobody cares for religious instructions when everybody thinks himself very learned and when people begin to partake of forbidden food and intoxicating drinks when under the cloak of religion people indulge in mal practices when people belonging to different sects find amongst themselves the orthodox forget their religious practices when yogis neglect their meditation when people begin to think that wealth progeny and wife are their sole concern and thus turn away from the true path of salvation then saints appear and try to set matters right by their words and actions they serve us as beacon lights and show us the right path for us to follow in this way many saints nivriti nanadev muktabai namdev gora gunai eknath tukaram narahari narsibhai sajan kasai savata ramdas and various others appeared at various times to show people the right path and sai baba also arrived on earth with the same mission shirdi a holy place of pilgrimage the banks of the godavari river in the ahmednagar district are very fortunate for they gave birth to refuge to many a saint the most prominent amongst them being naneshwar shirdi also falls in the ahmednagar district it is after crossing the godavari river at kopargaon that one reaches shirdi when you travel another 9 miles you come to nemgaon from where shirdi is shirdi is as famous as other holy places like gangapur narsinwadi and odambar on the banks of the krishna river just as the devotee damaji flourished in and blessed mangalveda that is near pandharpur as samarth ramdas blessed sajjangad and just as shri narsimha saraswati elevated saraswati wadi sai nath flourished at shirdi and blessed it sai baba's personality It is on account of Sai Baba that Shirdi grew into importance. Let us see what sort of personage was Sai Baba. He had conquered the samsar that is worldly existence which is very difficult to cross. Peace or mental calm was his ornament 
and he was a repository of wisdom. He was the home of Vaishnava devotees and was very liberal, like Karna. He had no love for perishable things and was always engrossed in self-realization, which was his sole concern. He felt no pleasure in the things of this world or the world beyond. His heart was as clear as a clean mirror and his speech always rained nectar. The rich or poor were the same to him. He did not know or care about honor or dishonor. He was the lord of all beings. He spoke freely, interacted with everyone, saw the acting and dances of notch girls and listened to guzzle songs. Yet, he did not sway an inch from Samadhi, that is mental equilibrium, the name of Allah was always on his lips, and while the world awoke, he slept. And while the world slept, he was vigilant. His inside was as calm as the deep sea. His ashram could not be determined, and nor could his actions be determined with certainty. And though he lived in one place, he knew all the transactions that took place in the world. His darbar, that is royal court, was imposing. He told hundreds of stories to Delhi and yet he did not break his vows of silence. He always leaned against the wall in the masjid and walked in the morning, noon and evening towards the lendi and chavri. He abided in the self at all times. Though an enlightened soul, he acted like a normal human being. He was meek, humble and pleased everyone. Such was Sain Baba and as the soil of Shirdi was trodden by Sain Baba's feet, it attained extraordinary importance. Just as Naneshwar had elevated Alandi and Ekanath elevated Python, Sain Baba elevated Shirdi. Blessed are the grass and stones of Shirdi, for they could easily kiss the holy feet of Sain Baba and receive the dust from his feet on their heads. Shirdi became, for us devotees, another Pandharpur, Jagannath, Dwarka, Banaras, that is Kashi, Rameshwar, Badri Kedar, Nasik, Tyambekeshwar, Ujjain and Mahableshwar Gokaran. Contact with Sain Baba in Shirdi was like our Veda and Tantra. As it calmed our consciousness of the world and rendered self-realization easily. The Darshana of Sri Sai was our Yoga Sadhana and speaking to him destroyed all our sins. Shampooing his legs was our bath in the Triveni Prayag and drinking the holy water from his feet destroyed our desires. To us, his commands were Vedas and accepting his Uri, that is, sacred ashes, and Prasad was purifying. He was our Shri Krishna and Shri Rama, who gave us solace, and he was our Parabrahma, absolute reality. He was beyond the pair of Duandas, that is opposites, never dejected or elated. He was always engrossed in his self as existence, knowledge and bliss. Shirdi was his center, but his field of action extended far and wide to Punjab, Calcutta, North India, Gujarat, Dhaka, now in Bangladesh and Konkan. Thus, Sain Baba's fame spread far and wide and people from all parts of the world came to receive his darshana. Through mere darshan, people's minds, whether pure or impure, would become at once quiet. They got here the same sort of unparalleled joy that devotees get at Pandarpur upon seeing Vithal Raghubai. This is not an exaggeration. 
consider what a devotee said in this regard goli bua's dictum an old devotee named goli bua who was about 95 years old at that time was a devotee of pandarpur maharaj he spent 8 months every year at pandarpur and 4 months july to november on the banks of the ganges he had a mule to carry his luggage and a disciple as his companion every year he made his pilgrimage to pandarpur and came to shirdi to see sai baba whom he loved greatly he used to stare at baba and say this is pandarinath vithal incarnate the merciful lord of the poor and helpless goli bua was a devotee of vithoba and had made many trips to pandarpur and testified that sai baba was indeed pandarinath incarnate vithal himself appears Sai Baba was very fond of remembering and singing God's name. He always said the words Allah Malik that is God is our soul master and in his presence made others sing God's name continuously day and night for 7 days. This is called Nama Saptaha. Once he asked Kaka Sahib Dixit to perform the Nama Saptaha. Kaka Sahib replied that he would do it provided he was assured that Vithal would appear at the end of the 7th day. Baba placing his hand on Kaka Sahib's chest assured him that Vithal would certainly appear but that the devotee must be earnest and devout. He then said the dankapuri that is takore of takurnath the pandhari of vithal the dwarka of ranchor that is krishna is here in shirdi one need not go far to see dwarka will vithal come here from some other place he is here only when the devotee is bursting with love and devotion will vithal manifest himself here in shirdi after the saptaha was over Vithal manifested himself in the following manner. Kaka Sahib Dixit was meditating after his bath and saw Vithal in a vision. When he went at noon to receive Baba's darshana, Baba asked him, "Did Vithal Patil come? Did you see him? He is a very truant fellow. Catch him firmly, otherwise he will escape." This happened in the morning and at noon There was another Vithal Darshana. A hawker came there to sell pictures of Vithoba. This picture exactly matched the figure that appeared in Kaka Sahib's vision. On seeing this and remembering Baba's words, Kaka Sahib Dixit was quite surprised and delighted. He bought a picture of Vithoba and placed it in his shrine for worship. Bhagwantrao Shirsagar story Baba's fondness for Vithal worship is illustrated in Bhagwantrao Shirsagar story Bhagwantrao's father was a devotee of Vithoba and used to go on annual trips to Pandarpur He also worshiped an image of Vithoba at home After his death the son stopped everything the trips the worship and the shraddha ceremony when bhagwant rao came to shirdi baba who remembered his father at once said his father was my friend so i dragged him that is the son here he never offered offered navedya and offering of food and so he starved vithal and me so i brought him here i shall change him now and set him to worship das ganus bath in prayag hindus believe that a bath in the holy waters of prayag where the ganga and yamuna meet is very meritorious and thousands of pilgrims go there to have a sacred bath das ganu once wanted to go to prayag for a bath and came to baba to get his permission to leave Baba replied 
it is not necessary to go so far. Our Prayag is here. Trust me. Then when Das Ganu placed his head on Baba's feet, out flowed streams of Ganges and Yamuna water, a stream from each of Baba's feet. Seeing this miracle, Das Ganu was overwhelmed with feelings of love and adoration and his eyes were full of tears. He felt inspired and his speech burst forth into a song in praise of Baba and his Leelas. The Immaculate Conception of Sai Baba and His First Advent in Shirdi Nobody knew the parents, date of birth or place of birth of Sai Baba. Many inquiries were made and many questions were put to Baba and others regarding these matters. But no satisfactory answers have yet been obtained. We know nothing about these matters. Namdev and Kabir were not born like ordinary mortals. They were found as infants. Namdev was found on the banks of the Bhimrati River by Gonai and Kabir on the banks of the Bhagirathi River by Tamal. Sai Baba's story was similar. He first manifested himself as a 16-year-old boy under a neem tree in Shirdi for the sake of his devotees. Even back then, he seemed to be full of knowledge of the Brahma. He had no desire for worldly objects, even in his dreams. He had kicked out Maya and Mukti, that is deliverance, was serving at his feet. An old woman in Shirdi described him thus, a young lad, fair, smart and very handsome. He was first seen under the neem tree, seated in an asan. The people of the village were wonderstruck to see such a young boy practicing heart penance with no regard for the heat or cold. By day he associated with none and by night he wasn't afraid of anybody. People wondered where this young chap had turned up from. His form and features were so beautiful that a mere look endeared him to everyone. He didn't go to anybody's door and always sat near the neem tree. Outwardly, he looked very young, but through his actions, he was really a great soul. He was the embodiment of dispassion and was an enigma to everyone. One day, it so happened that God Khandoba possessed the body of a devotee and people asked him, Deva, God, please tell us whose son this boy is and where he came from. God Khandoba asked them to bring a spade and dig in a particular place. When it was dug, bricks were found underneath a flat stone. When the stone was removed, a corridor led to a cellar where cow-mouth-shaped structures, wooden boards and necklaces were seen. God Khandoba said, This lad practiced penance here for 12 years. Then people began to question the lad about this. He put them off the set by telling them that it was his guru's holy resting place and requested them to guard it well. The people then closed the corridor just as they had opened it. As Ashwatha and Odambar trees are held sacred, Baba regarded this neem tree equally sacred and loved it the most. Mahalsapati and other Shirdi devotees regarded this site as a final resting place of Baba's Guru and prostrated before it. The Three Vadas the land with the neem tree and the land that surrounded it was bought by Mr. Hari Vinayak Sate. And on this site, a big building named Sate's Vada was built. This Vada was initially the sole resting place for pilgrims. A raised platform was built around the neem tree and lofts of steps were constructed. Under the steps, 
there is a niche facing south and devotees sit on the platform facing north it is believed that if a devotee burns incense there on thursday and friday evenings by god's grace they will always be happy this vada was old and dilapidated and needed repairs the necessary repairs additions and alterations have now been made by the sai sanstha then after a few years another vada that is dikshit swada was constructed kaka sahib dikshit a solicitor from bombay had gone to england he had injured his leg in an accident there the injury could not be gotten rid by any means nana sahib chandorkar advised him to try sai baba so he saw sai baba in 1909 and requested him to cure the lameness of his mind rather than that of his leg he was so pleased with the darshana of sai baba that he decided to reside in shirdi so he built a vada for himself and other devotees the foundation of this building was laid on the 10th of december 1910 on this day two other important events took place mr dada sahib khabarde was given permission to return home and the night time aarti in the chavri commenced the vada was completed and was inhabited on the rama navmi day in 1911 with due rites and formalities another vada that is palatial mansion was constructed by the famous millionaire from nagpur mr booty lots of money was spent on this building but the amount was well utilized as sai baba's body rests in this vada which is now called the samadhi mandir the site of this mandir formerly had a garden which was watered and looked after by baba three vadas thus sprang up where there were none formerly of these sathe's vada was the most useful to everyone in the early days the story of the garden attended to by sai baba with the help of vaman tatya and sai baba's temporary absence from shirdi his return to shirdi with the marriage party of chand patil the company of devidas jankidas and gangagir baba's wrestling match with mohidin tamboli his life in the masjid his love for mr dengale and other devotees and a few other incidents will be described in the next chapter bow to shri sai peace be to all om sai ram A warm welcome ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show in love with life with me Harshita Nayar through this series i will be sharing insights on various subjects that hopefully will add value and more meaning to your lives today i will begin by reading verses from the holy scripture sai sat charitra chapter 4 Mission of the Saints Shirdi a holy place of pilgrimage Sai Baba's personality Goli Bua's dictum the appearance of Vithal Shir Sagar's story Das Ganu's bath in Prayag the immaculate conception of Sai Baba and his first advent in Shirdi the three vadas In the last chapter I describe circumstances which led me to write the Sai Sat Charitra. Let me now describe the first advent of Sai Baba in Shirdi with Baba's grace. Mission of the Saints. Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verses 7 and 8, whenever there is a decay of dharma that is righteousness and an ascendancy of unrighteousness i manifest myself for the pro- protection of the virtuous 
the destruction of the vicious and for the establishment of righteousness i thus manifest myself age after age this is the mission of god and saints saints are his representatives and appear here at appropriate times and help in their own way to fulfill that mission for instance when spiritual preceptors are humiliated when nobody cares for religious instructions when everybody thinks himself very learned and when people begin to partake of forbidden food and intoxicating drinks when under the cloak of religion people indulge in mal practices when people belonging to different sects find amongst themselves the orthodox forget their religious practices when yogis neglect their meditation when people begin to think that wealth progeny and wife are their sole concern and thus turn away from the true path of salvation then saints appear and try to set matters right by their words and actions they serve us as beacon lights and show us the right path for us to follow in this way many saints nivriti nanadev muktabai namdev gora gunai eknath tukaram narahari narsibhai sajan kasai savata ramdas and various others appeared at various times to show people the right path and sai baba also arrived on earth with the same mission shirdi a holy place of pilgrimage the banks of the godavari river in the ahmednagar district are very fortunate for they gave birth to refuge to many a saint the most prominent amongst them being naneshwar shirdi also falls in the ahmednagar district it is after crossing the godavari river at kopargaon that one reaches shirdi when you travel another 9 miles you come to nemgaon from where shirdi Shirdi is as famous as other holy places like Gangapur, Narsinwadi and Audambar on the banks of the Krishna river. Just as the devotee Damaji flourished in and blessed Mangalveda that is near Pandharpur as Samarth Ramdas blessed Sajjangar and just as Shri Narsimha Saraswati elevated Saraswati Wadi Sainath flourished at Shirdi and blessed it. Sain Baba's personality. It is on account of Sain Baba that Shirdi grew into importance. Let us see what sort of personage was Sain Baba. He had conquered the samsar, that is worldly existence, which is very difficult to cross. Peace or mental calm was his ornament. and he was a repository of wisdom he was the home of vaishnava devotees and was very liberal like karna he had no love for perishable things and was always engrossed in self realization which was his sole concern he felt no pleasure in the things of this world or the world beyond his heart was as clear as a clean mirror and his speech always rained nectar the rich or poor were the same to him he did not know or care about honor or dishonor he was the lord of all beings he spoke freely interacted with everyone saw the acting and dances of notch girls and listened to ghazal songs yet He did not sway an inch from samadhi, that is mental equilibrium. The name of Allah was always on his lips, and while the world awoke, he slept. And while the world slept, he was vigilant. His inside was as calm as the deep sea. His ashram could not be determined, and nor could his actions be determined with certainty. And though 
He lived in one place. He knew all the transactions that took place in the world. His darbar, that is royal court, was imposing. He told hundreds of stories to Delhi and yet he did not break his vows of silence. He always leaned against the wall in the masjid and walked in the morning, noon and evening towards the lendi and chowdi. He abided in the self at all times. Though an enlightened soul, he acted like a normal human being. He was meek, humble and pleased everyone. Such was Sain Baba and as the soil of Shirdi was trodden by Sain Baba's feet, it attained extraordinary importance. Just as Naneshwar had elevated Alandi and Ekanath elevated Python, Sai Baba elevated Shirdi. Blessed are the grass and stones of Shirdi, for they could easily kiss the holy feet of Sai Baba and receive the dust from his feet on their heads. Shirdi became for us devotees another Pandharpur, Jagannath, Dwarka, Banaras, that is Kashi, Rameshwar, Badri Kedar, Nasik, Tyambekeshwar, Ujjain and Mahableshwar Gokaran. Contact with Sain Baba in Shirdi was like our Veda and Tantra. As it calmed our consciousness of the world and rendered self-realization easily. The darshana of Sri Sai was our yoga sadhana and speaking to him destroyed all our sins. Shampooing his legs was our bath in the Triveni Prayag and drinking the holy water from his feet destroyed our desires. To us, his commands were Vedas and accepting his Uri, that is, sacred ashes and prasad was purifying. He was our Shri Krishna and Shri Rama, who gave us solace and he was our Parabrahma, absolute reality. He was beyond the pair of Duandas, that is opposites, never dejected or elated. He was always engrossed in his self as existence, knowledge and bliss. Shirdi was his centre, but his field of action extended far and wide to Punjab, Calcutta, North India, Gujarat, Dhaka, now in Bangladesh, and Konkan. Thus, Sai Baba's fame spread far and wide, and people from all parts of the world came to receive his darshana. Through mere darshan, people's minds, whether pure or impure, would become at once quiet. They got here the same sort of unparalleled joy that devotees get at Pandarpur upon seeing Vithal Raghubai. This is not an exaggeration. Consider what a devotee said in this regard. Gaulibuva's dictum An old devotee named Gaulibuva, who was about 95 years old at that time, was a devotee of Pandarpur Maharaj. He spent eight months every year at Pandharpur and four months July to November on the banks of the Ganges. He had a mule to carry his luggage and a disciple as his companion. Every year he made his pilgrimage to Pandharpur and came to Shirdi to see Sain Baba, whom he loved greatly. He used to stare at Baba and say, This is Pandharinath Vithal incarnate the merciful lord of the poor and helpless. Golibua was a devotee of Vithoba and had made many trips to Pandarpur and testified that Sai Baba was indeed Pandharinath incarnate. Vithal himself appears. Sai Baba was very fond of remembering and singing God's name. He always said the words, Allah Malik. That is, God is our soul master and in his presence made others sing God's name continuously 
day and night for seven days. This is called Nama Saptaha. Once he asked Kaka Sahib Dixit to perform the Nama Saptaha. Kaka Sahib replied that he would do it, provided he was assured that Vithal would appear at the end of the seventh day. Baba, placing his hand on Kaka Sahib's chest, assured him that Vithal would certainly appear, but that the devotee must be earnest and devout. He then said, The Dankapuri, that is Takore of Takurnath, the Pandhari of Vithal, the Dwarka of Ranchor, that is Krishna, is here in Shirdi. One need not go far to see Dwarka. Will Vithal come here from some other place? He is here. Only when the devotee is bursting with love and devotion will Vithal manifest himself here in Shirdi. After the Saptaha was over, Vithal manifested himself in the following manner. Kaka Sahib Dixit was meditating after his bath and saw Vithal in a vision. When he went at noon to receive Baba's darshana, Baba asked him, Did Vithal Patil come? Did you see him? He is a very truant fellow. Catch him firmly, otherwise he will escape. This happened in the morning and at noon there was another Vithal darshana. A hawker came there to sell pictures of Vithoba. This picture exactly matched the figure that appeared in Kaka Sahib's vision. On seeing this and remembering Baba's words, Kaka Sahib Dikshit was quite surprised and delighted. He bought a picture of Vitoba and placed it in his shrine for worship. Bhagwantrao Shirsagar Story Baba's fondness for Vithal worship is illustrated in Bhagwantrao Shir Sagar's story. Bhagwantrao's father was a devotee of Vitoba and used to go on annual trips to Pandarpur. He also worshipped an image of Vitoba at home. After his death, the son stopped everything, the trips, the worship and the Shraddha ceremony. When Bhagwantrao came to Shirdi, Baba, who remembered his father, at once said, His father was my friend, so I dragged him, that is the son, here. He never offered Navedya, an offering of food, and so he starved Vittal and me. So I brought him here, I shall change him now and set him to worship. Das Ganu's Bath in Prayag Hindus believe that a bath in the holy waters of Prayag, where the Ganga and Yamuna meet, is very meritorious and thousands of pilgrims go there to have a sacred bath. Das Ganu once wanted to go to Prayag for a bath and came to Baba to get his permission to leave. Baba replied, It is not necessary to go so far. Our Prayag is here. Trust me. Then when Das Ganu placed his head on Baba's feet, out flowed streams of Ganges and Yamuna water, a stream from each of Baba's feet. Seeing this miracle, Das Ganu was overwhelmed with feelings of love and adoration and his eyes were full of tears. He felt inspired and his speech burst forth into a song in praise of Baba and his Leelas. The Immaculate Conception of Sai Baba and His First Advent in Shirdi Nobody knew the parents, date of birth or place of birth of Sai Baba. Many inquiries were made and many questions were put to Baba and others regarding these matters. But no satisfactory answers have yet been obtained. We know nothing about these matters. Namdev and Kabir were not born like ordinary mortals. They were found as infants. Namdev was found on the banks of the Bhimrati River by Gonai and Kabir on the banks of the Bhagirathi River by Tamal. Sain Baba's story was similar. He first 
manifested himself as a 16-year-old boy under a neem tree in Shirdi for the sake of his devotees. Even back then, he seemed to be full of knowledge of the Brahma. He had no desire for worldly objects, even in his dreams. He had kicked out Maya and Mukti, that is deliverance, was serving at his feet. An old woman in Shirdi described him thus, a young lad, fair, smart and very handsome. He was first seen under the neem tree, seated in an asan. The people of the village were wonderstruck to see such a young boy practicing heart penance with no regard for the heat or cold. By day he associated with none and by night he wasn't afraid of anybody. People wondered where this young chap had turned up from. His form and features were so beautiful that a mere look endeared him to everyone. He didn't go to anybody's door and always sat near the neem tree. Outwardly, he looked very young, but through his actions, he was really a great soul. He was the embodiment of dispassion and was an enigma to everyone. One day, it so happened that God Khandoba possessed the body of a devotee and people asked him, Deva, God, please tell us whose son this boy is and where he came from. God Khandoba asked them to bring a spade and dig in a particular place. When it was dug, bricks were found underneath a flat stone. When the stone was removed, a corridor led to a cellar where cow-mouth-shaped structures, wooden boards and necklaces were seen. God Khandoba said, This lad practiced penance here for 12 years. Then people began to question the lad about this. He put them off the scent by telling them that it was his guru's holy resting place and requested them to guard it well. The people then closed the corridor just as they had opened it. As Ashwatha and Odambar trees are held sacred, Baba regarded this neem tree equally sacred and loved it the most. Mahalsapati and other Shirdi devotees regarded this site as the final resting place of Baba's Guru and prostrated before it. The Three Vadas The land with the neem tree and the land that surrounded it was bought by Mr. Hari Vinayak Sathe and on this site a big building named Sathe's Vada was built. This Vada was initially the sole resting place for pilgrims. A raised platform was built around the neem tree and lofts of steps were constructed. Under the steps there is a niche facing south and devotees sit on the platform facing north. It is believed that if a devotee burns incense there on Thursday and Friday evenings, by God's grace, they will always be happy. This vada was old and dilapidated and needed repairs. The necessary repairs, additions and alterations have now been made by the science and staff. Then after a few years, another vada that is Dixit's Vada was constructed. Kaka Sahib Dixit, a solicitor from Bombay, had gone to England. He had injured his leg in an accident there. The injury could not be gotten rid by any means. Nana Sahib Chandorkar advised him to try Sai Baba. So he saw Sai Baba in 1909 and requested him to cure the lameness of his mind rather than that of his leg. He was so pleased with the darshana of Sai Baba that he decided to reside in Shirdi. So he built a vada for himself and other devotees. The foundation of this building was laid on the 10th of December 1910. On this day, two other important events took place. Mr. Dada Sahib Khaparde 
was given permission to return home and the night time aarti in the chavadi commenced the vada was completed and was inhabited on the rama navmi day in 1911 with due rites and formalities another vada that is palatial mansion was constructed by the famous millionaire from nagpur mr booty lots of money was spent on this building but the amount was well utilized as sai baba's body rests in this vada which is now called the samadhi mandir the site of this mandir formerly had a garden which was watered and looked after by baba three vadas thus sprang up where there were none formerly of these sathe's vada was the most useful to everyone in the early days the story of the garden attended to by sai baba with the help of vaman tatya and sai baba's temporary absence from shirdi his return to shirdi with the marriage party of chand patil the company of devi das janki das and gangagir baba's wrestling match with mohidin tamboli his life in the masjid his love for mr dengale and other devotees and a few other incidents will be described in the next chapter bow to shri sai peace be to all om sai ram